Okay, here we go. So, St. Lucie. I grew up with a Sicilian grandmother who was told back in the day she would never see. Thought like she maybe has a few years. She'll probably be blind or not be able to see. Um, I'm paraphrasing because there's been a lot of telephones since this <laughs> actual story happened, but that's the nuts and bolts. Um, so my great grandmother said uh, a novena. Do you know what a novena is? It's like a devotional prayer to this saint. Um, saint Lucy's the saint of the blind and of vision. So every year on Saint Lucy's Day, um, and I'm sure my great grandmother did it a little bit more than just Saint Lucy's Day, which is December 13th. What's what's one thing an Italian can't live without? Pasta. So that one day of the year, no pasta, and you eat this um, wonderful chocolate grain-based barley-based, excuse me, soup. It's a chocolate soup. It's 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 called guccia. Um, so my great-grandmother, you know, said all her prayers to St. Lucie. The whole family, the whole entire family gave up pasta for this one day. Can't have any pasta. The only thing you can have is this barley-based soup for the whole day of December 13th. Um, and my grandmother's sight came back. My grandmother's sight came back. Um, so to this day, we celebrate St. Lucy's Day in my entire family. Here's the other really cool thing that happened that I've had an experience with. My grand, my grandmother's uh, brother, my Uncle Frankie, was born on St. Lucy's Day. His career path was optometry. He owned, I'm not even joking, like, he owned a, an eyeglass shop. <laughs> like, I, I can't even make this up. As I, I, I don't think I've ever even put that connection together, but I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but like, so St. Lucie, so here's, here's where the rational mind comes in. It's like, whoa. You all had that collective intention. Maybe you were just manifesting it, you know, or maybe you weren't. Maybe St. Lucie was really coming in and helping you out. Doctor said she could wouldn't be able to see. She lived to 89, wore, wore glasses, but like reading glasses, had beautiful green eyes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I am so down with using, um, I don't want to say using, connecting to different entities or saints or magic is real. <laughs> like, magic is real. That's what I'm going to end that sentence with. And I've been really, you asked me a question. I don't know if I answered it fully. <laughs> I don't even remember what you asked me, but um, I needed to get that story out because I've been 
in contact with this high high magic from the time I was born with the St. Lucie chick. <laughs> Other crazy thing, I was uh I was getting one of my tattoos and I remember laying about to lay down and this is a tattoo that runs like down my back and like my butt and my grandmother you know my nana would always be like that's my coolie you're such a nice little butt so I was like obviously thinking about her I'm like wow I'm about to get something permanently tattooed on like my grandmother's like favorite part of me <laughs> and I look I swear to god I look and she's been dead for a while at this point and I look um over to my right and this beautiful woman is getting a we I mean shoulder to uh lower torso tattoo and i i like look over saint lucy as as i'm thinking about that like i i was like are you joking i'm jim perry and you are listening to euphemet a show about the unknown and our relationship to it on this edition music yoga, movement, tools of use for a matriarch healing others and communicating with angels. Next on Euphemet. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm with Gina Turner, a world-renowned DJ, yoga instructor, and student of non-dual Kabbalism. With her partner Tim Rothschild, they founded the Divine Movement, an event series that gathers like-minded beings to go beyond the traditional club experience. It combines music and mysticism in unique spaces. We're in her home studio off the stormy Hudson River, listening to some of her most recent records, songs that are transcending more traditional house music by integrating spirituality, chanting, and powerful harmonics and vibrations. Jean is also a mother and fills a matriarchal role within her community, holding the hearts of those in sync with rhythmic beats per minute in steamy dance halls all over the world. She uses music to transcend, to inspire, to heal. She uses movement for those to feel into their bodies and to feel into their souls. So right now, it's a crazy rainy day. We're overlooking the Hudson River and we're in my studio, which actually doubles as a healing modality uh, room. So uh, non-dual Kabbalistic healings are performed in here. Numerology readings are performed in here. If I'm ever gonna do you know, a private one-on-one -on -one yoga session, I'd do it in here. And it's that's actually like such a, when I think about that 
this also doubles as my recording studio. It's actually something I never put together that I'm like healing through those sacred spiritual modalities and you know my partner is too and then uh i'm also healing through music because i think music is probably one of the most um spiritual experiences out of body experiences you can have if you really drop into making music listening to music think about the way music can completely transcend you like to a different time in your life to a different place in your life you could i mean Sometimes when I listen to a song, I can literally like taste what I was eating and drinking the first time I heard that song. It's really, it's that, talk about real magic. And I really wanted to play you um, some of the tracks that are more on the experimental um, realm of the things that I'm doing and more consciousness-based. I've been making music for over a decade i was a audio production and radio broadcasting major um in college and i just dj'd for fun because i like collected or inherited my mom's and dad's disco vinyl because they were like studio 54 people and then it kind of happened organically when i was djing on the radio and then next thing i knew it was like you should produce your own music and i'm like oh wow and then Holy moly, the first time I ever played my own song in my sets, that that is like the coolest, one of the coolest things ever. Or hearing my song on the radio, hearing someone else play my song, that is like life-changing. The song I'm about to play you, we um, recorded in the middle of the desert in Joshua Tree, California. This was like the second day of the retreat and there was a couple times where I'm like, we should really get Tim on the mic because he has some wonderful things to say that will be completely outside of the box um, than just like, you know, your regular songs. And so Tim was kind of like, okay, cool. And so I'm in this other session and um, I look and I see my friend Mike, uh, Michael Tello, and Tim, and they're waving at me from one of the other studio rooms. Another studio opened up just for us. So I run to the studio and I look at Michael and he's like, what BPM do you want to make this? I'm like, obviously 111. <laughs> and then, so we make it 111 BPMs and then Tim's all set in the vocal recording booth and I'm there, I'm on the keyboard like and the MIDI controller, like just messing around with synths and then we look at the clock and it's 2.22. So he gets onto the mic and apparently right before I walked in, uh, Michael was asking Tim about the singularity that's coming. And this is what came. So you asked me about the singularity. It's an event horizon. It's this place that you can feel is coming. It's this place inside of you that you can't see beyond. It's an event horizon because it's the culmination of It's the end of a cycle. 
And if you study the nature of reality, you'll know that life is constantly cycling. We live and we die. We awaken. We fall asleep. We inhale. We exhale. We fall down. We get back up again. We run and we return. This event horizon becomes evident when you see these opposites no longer in opposition. Light and day, life and death. Wait, can we just talk about what just happened so while I play? Let's talk about what just happened. <laughs> I was like very surprised that you just went over it. I was like, So as, as I put on the song, like after telling that whole story, it was exactly eleven eleven. <laughs> like I can't even make that up after the uh, like angels. Like I can't even. <laughs> My relationship to it is when I see eleven eleven, everything is in alignment, right? Like if you think about what the eleven looks like, you know. Um, but essentially, it breaks down to four, which is all about form and structure. Also, I feel like it's a directional number if you think about north south east and west i always think about a compass like it's information you you need a compass to move through life also house music is on a four four time signature yeah. so this is called shri ram and shri ram it's basically like chanting to god but like the hindu god so like this is um recorded by tim miller um his vocals and I, I made the track underneath it even if you don't know what the words mean you just chant anyway and you chant till the point you realize that you forget you're chanting and it's like oh that's so again how simple is that and how profound is that and it unlocks and it polishes off the mirror of your heart so i thought i was like i want to combine these two things because i love kirtan and i love house music and i made sri ram of the harmonium in it and I felt that with that track it was really important to keep the um, maintain the integrity of a kirtan song so I made a version with just the harmonium
Yeah. That's, that's where it should yeah. hit you. Yeah. Wow. So when you, it's, I think it's more powerful. I don't, not more. It's just different. Like I was just marrying the two, but when you really experience like someone chanting, and plus he has an insane voice. That's just his voice layered in different keys, yeah. just like over and over. So, so like beautiful. he's the voice of an angel. Yeah. Speaking of angels, hi, <laughs> hi, they're everywhere. Gina and her daughter are showing me around their local haunts, this time a cafe serving not only raw, vegan, organic delicacies, but a fully interactive jam room with worldly instruments and a large iguana. Show Jim the drum, this one. Is this the drum? Wait. No, not there. Watch, I can do it. So you have... Very cool. So you have to sit on it, do a little drumming. The light in here is very awesome. Just like single illuminated by like some sort of heat lamp, right? Yeah. How cool is it that there's a place like this where a little girl can go around and just bang on drums and experiment with different instruments and... Totally. Um, you know, I ran into, ran into a random guy that um, said the key to a healthy childhood or healthy development is spontaneity. Mm. And I've been noticing everything about what he said when it comes to Evelina. And this is the p perfect place to really cultivate, cultivate that because, you know, she can jump around. She can go play instruments, you know, read a book or paint or just go hang out with the tortoise um, or knock a bongo over. <laughs> Do you need help, Evelina? Yes. Okay. <gasps> wow. Tried when was the first time that you were exposed to this sort of thing? My mom is always like super spiritual because she grew up in a house where it was like sometimes it was Christmas and sometimes it was Hanukkah. So she was like carving Buddhas by the time she was like 13, 14. When you brought that up, the first thing I thought was like going to church as a kid and like singing. Like, I, could, I still remember all the songs, like Roman Catholic, St. Anthony's I would go to. It was, like, really great. And, like, if you got, like, a good priest, it doesn't matter, like, who they're, like, praying to or who we're singing about. It's still this message of, like, love. Um, I don't know if I answered your question at all, but, like, literally if that's how, like, when I think about my childhood, I think about like going to Sunday school and like singing the songs and it was great. It w I wasn't like Christian or anything like that, but like, so yeah, it's like, I was just Roman Catholic, straightforward, but still always had this like calling to like connect with my Jewish stuff, you know? Those inclined to look into the history of magic and spirituality would agree that song, chant, lyrics play an integral part of most any spiritual ritual. 
As if a modern Enochian call, a form of spirit divination through repeated mantras and lyrics, Gina's music, this energy, is intended to connect with listeners, but some would say she may be connecting with much more. This is, perhaps, the language of the angels, and it appears they may be listening. So this woman, Laurel, wonderful woman, she channels an angel named Josephus. And I was teaching at a spiritual sleepaway camp, and she decided to facilitate an angel circle for the instructors in this place called Wonder Valley, of course. Um, And so we're all set up in these lawn chairs. She will greet us all as herself and then she will say does everybody understand the rules of the angel channeling so i don't want to i don't know what i'm on the line of like oversharing and what's sacred and what's not so like that's why i'm kind of like going doing this little dance um but she looks around tells everyone the rules like suggests a way to sit so you can be more open and receptive and this is a powerful angel circle one of the most powerful ones i've been at because it's all of like the best the best spiritual teachers of our generation and so we're sitting there we're outside blue skies she closes her eyes this woman laurel and she starts to channel josephus and when she channels Josephus, you know, her her voice doesn't change, but her inflection, her language, every, you can you could feel that it is someone else now talking. She's going around answering questions as Josephus. And Josephus, through Laurel, says, I, I'm going to bring Mary Magdalene into the circle, is everybody okay with that? And my eyes started welling up with tears, like crying like I've never cried before, like because my face wasn't scrunched, it was just the tears started flowing down my face and I, I'm i looking at the rest of the circle and everyone's kind of normal and I'm like, what's, what the fuck's going on? So here I am crying hysterically for no reason. And Mary Magdalene comes in and she, I don't remember what happened. It's almost like I blacked out at that time. All of a sudden, thunder crashes. Out of nowhere, the sky goes black, downpour. So the angel circle closes. I had to ask Laurel about this. I was like, what just happened to me? Because I felt like I was out of my body. I felt like I just blacked out. And she, she looks at me and she goes, keep exploring. I'd suggest you just going picking up a Mary Magdalene Oracle deck. And I was like, okay. Literally 
Amazoned it like at like as we were having that conversation. I was like, this is crazy. And I have just I've never felt such a reaction to an entity like that. I'm 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 a Mary Magdalene fan. Friends of mine say that like I am the archetype of her. Uh, you know, that's their what they say. But I just know that I, my body has a full-on reaction whenever I talk about her, whenever I think about her. There's just something in that, and that's all I can say. Yeah, definitely record this. So you want to hold the deck in your left hand. Sitting with legs crossed on her bedroom floor. Gina fans out a deck of highly illustrative oracle cards. I've gotten the wildest messages from this. Mary Magdalene art adorning the package. This is a special deck. I can tell that. You can shuffle it however you want. You can cut the deck. You can do a traditional shuffle. Yeah. The way I kind of pull from this deck is I'll just like spread it out and then pull a card. But make sure like the card you choose is really... Yeah, is really like calling to you like really try and tune into the deck because okay. I've gotten some of the Tim included we've both gotten some of the wildest answers from this deck I'll try to feel into the deck a little that's mm -hmm. what's in the hands here fan it out a little bit. Uh, this is already calling me right here. I'll just flip it over. Whoa. I don't like that. Read it. So it's the purgatory card. Looks like a huge catastrophe of color. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can read it. You've got the book out. Well, like for me, before I even read this, like the way I would kind of interpret that card without reading anything, it's like almost like this feeling of like being in the unknown. Wow. Okay, Jim, here we go. The emotional ups and downs you're experiencing are part of a healing process through which all that no longer serves you is being transformed and released. Though it may not seem like it, this is a positive time for you. To help facilitate the healing process, make a list of anything you feel no longer serves a useful purpose in your life. Include in this list all negative thoughts and fears. Once you've made this list, practice the following meditation. So I'm going to lead you through a little meditation. You cool with that? Okay. Here, get comfortable. You're doing it. We got. We should. Yeah. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. Okay. Imagine yourself and everything on your list being showered by golden light. All those negative thoughts, fears, all the things that no longer serve you 
imagine them being showered by golden light. Inhale. Exhale. Now imagine a beautiful violet flame emerging from within the golden light. Inhale fully. Exhale completely. Imagine the violet flame transforming all negativity into golden light. Continue to focus on the healing power of the violet flame. Feel it transform you, clear and heal you. Take a deep breath in and exhale release. Start to float your eyes open. Transformation sometimes means that we need to let something go. Trust in this process. All you surrender will automatically be healed or replaced with something more suitable. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I just think this deck is so powerful. Yeah. I'm so glad I got to share that. Yeah. 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 I know. I don't know. It's so cool. <laughs> Should I pull a card? Wait, yeah, pull yeah, a card. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Please. Yeah, you gotta pull a card now. Okay, cool. Let me let me shuffle it. This is actually really fun. I'm glad we're doing this. So, I tend to like to cut the deck twice, and then I spread the deck out. Oh man. Oh, this is the card. Whoa! So how would you describe this card? You're, I feel like you're better at describing things. It's the internal embrace card. Yeah, I mean, you got a pair of folks there, one with a head resting on the other, and one side completely in flames, uh, and almost like a focus on, on the face and that relationship of uh, sharing space with like sort of a, a purple circular outline. Very, uh, you know, sort of coexisting into something right totally i feel like it's like burning off karma uh, like i before i even look at the i've never pulled this card i've never pulled this card before seriously i've never even seen it um uh and you know there's another theory and i don't know if i want to talk too much about this but like there's another theory that like mary magdalene and, and jesus were twin flames and when i see this card it looks like very twin flame-esque that's what i'll that's what i'll leave it at um okay eternal embrace everything in the universe consists of complementary opposites so there is no point in wishing that everyone around you was more like you accept this universal truth and you will avoid further disappointment every time you identify a quality in another that you don't like pause for a moment 
and identify that same quality within you. If you have identified that quality in another, then it is sure to exist in you also. If you can't see it within yourself, it's simply because you have repressed that quality. Every quality you think you possess comes with an opposite quality attached to it. You can't have one without having the other. This is crazy. Like, honestly, I can't even believe that this card just came up. And uh, it's interesting because, like, a, a lot of times we're so... Let's talk about the unknown for a second. When you pulled that purgatory card, you were like, I don't like the sound of that. You can't have certainty without uncertainty. So we spend our entire life fearing the unknown, not realizing that we need the known in order for the unknown to appear. It's really about the relationship between the two. No. It was great. It was great. We had an 1111 11 moment to uh, your song, by the way. Did you? Yeah. I had an 1111 11 moment with my client. No joke. <laughs> this is like we, like we totally landed, and I was like, 1111. We we're both like, bang. Yeah. A little out of breath. Yeah. yeah no, me too. Great. I got that video. Oh, no. <laughs> no video no. evidence. Delete it. We just listened to your, your song. Can you tell that story about how I recorded that song? Integration? Oh, yeah. Um, that's pretty simple. I was cooking eggs, uh, and uh, Gina comes. I hear my back door slide open, right? And some sort of thing. Okay, it's up here. Gina comes running up the stairs with a microphone similar to the one you've got right here in my face. She goes, say something. I'm like, no. <laughs> She's like, come on, please. I'm like, all right, let me put my eggs down. What do you want me to say? She's like, just say something. You know? And I'm like, fine. And then that song was made. Uh, I think I love the fact that we're doing music together, you know? Yeah, it's the best. Well, it's a part of, you know, DJing is a great metaphor for the renaissance that we're living in these times, you know? How there's this integration of East and West and then all the occult and then the old and the new and all this stuff, you know? This mixing and mingling that life does. Mm -hmm. It's awesome to be part of it in one more way. Yeah. 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 It's an honor. Was, that's exactly what I was kind of saying, like, about how it's a really cool way to get these messages across whether people realizing that they're chanting Sri Ram and like unlocking their heart and you know devotional chanting to these awesome gods or not they just might enjoy the song and they're getting something out of it yeah. it's almost like kind of whether they know it or not yeah right? yeah <laughs> when I say it that way it feels like yeah. almost like deceptive but it's not it's like a good kind of uh deceptive <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like got really insecure just now. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I, I think it's a really cool way to get messages across about spirituality. And um, the, yeah, again, that's it. Peace. Like a metaphysical Robin Hood. Yeah. Stealing for good. Yeah, totally. Decept good, healthy deception. Healthy deception. It's what life wants. Or, you know, maybe they, maybe, like, they hear a song like Integration and they see that the Tree of Life is on the album art and they're like, what is the Tree of Life? 
and then they like go on this rabbit hole of their own and like again we were talking about like my relationship to Mary Magdalene will be totally different than someone else's relationship to her so really do your own research that's what I'm like kind of doing with these tracks that I've made on the more spiritual side of things like okay here's Sri Ram this is a dude with a harmonium chanting check it out or not just listen to the song if you like the song too so it's like do your own thing peace out sciences just as it is. What I mean by that is that there's an intelligent design to everything. This universe is so smart and your body is built as a projection, as a reflection of that intelligence. Thank you for listening to this edition of Euphemet. I'd like to thank Empty Faces for their support. Please check out their offers in our show notes and take advantage of those really great partners to the show. You can find out more about Gina Turner's work on Twitter at DJ Gina Turner. And while you're on social media, make sure to join us on Facebook. Our group, The Society of Youth Met, is where myself and listeners go to share their own experiences and talk about the show. Please join us. And you can follow us at Youth Met on social media and me at It's Jim Terry on Twitter and Instagram. Also, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. That helps the show tremendously. This has been Youth Met. I'm Jim Perry, and until next time, keep looking up.